Uh, hello and welcome to the weekly recap. Uh, the background noise might suggest that we are not in our usual setup, and we are not. Uh, we traveled uh, to far, and far and away to a far and away land. Uh, we are in Greensburg, Pennsylvania, at at Marino's. Guys, uh, thanks for coming out. So we are hanging out here today with Josh, the owner of Marino's American Eatery out in Greensburg, PA. So welcome to the show, Josh. Yes, welcome. Guys, thanks for making a little road trip out. It'll take you about an hour. Very, we're already, yeah, we're already yeah, very... Yeah, it's about, right. about an hour. Honestly, yeah, about totally worth it. Yeah. Totally awesome. Worth it. Oh, this has been great. Yeah, the, Josh has been more than a gracious, gracious host. host. <laughs> a gracious host. Thanks, guys. So, um, so what is the uh, story behind the name? I guess that's what I want to know first. The name. So me and my partner, Pat, we had the concept... We knew what we wanted to do. Uh, we just didn't really have a name. So the name Marinos comes from my, my partner's wife's maiden name. So it really has nothing to do with either of us who's here all day. Um, yeah, but we were, we were stuck. We had the layout. We, we had the location. We had everything but a name. And um, Marinos is kind of catchy. It's, uh, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it kind of harkens back to... Obviously, Dan Marino. Yeah, and like right. A, yeah, a, like an American classic. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, and he's actually, from, isn't he from Pittsburgh? He is. He went yeah. to what? He went, went to, to Pitt. Central Catholic. Yeah, or whatever? yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he played at Pitt too. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, not you know, not no relation. No, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I don't no, know. No well, maybe. It's, so, it's catchy. so how does how does her family feel about that? So um, the restaurant originally was named after her father, which his name is or was Dan Marino. He passed about uh, two years ago. And not he was the a, Dan Marino. Not the Dan Marino, but his name was Dan Marino. He was a local developer, and he built a lot of neighborhoods in the surrounding areas. So that name in itself is well known around here. And we wanted to use the term American Eatery to kind of appeal to everybody rather than just tap house or um, you know something along that route. Get people in for the food. Um, everything's made from scratch, and then just introduce them to the great local breweries that we have in the surrounding areas. It's awesome. I gotta say, the food is fucking incredible. Awesome. Like, honestly, um, it's it's worth the fifty-five minute trip to get <laughs> yeah, here. Seriously, the wings alone, the the buffalo sauce alone. Like, right. Like, awesome. Like, I'm a huge buffalo fan, and that's probably one of the best I've ever had. And everything is scratch made, which is, yes. just blows my mind. Like, we had the... Um, you don't see that. The fried yeah. zucchini with the house-made marinara sauce. Yep. like the horseradish sauce. Yeah, yeah everything's geez. homemade. Uh, the wings are kind of like pterodactyl wings. Uh, they're big jumbo the big, ones. The big guys. Cooked yeah. well done, a little yeah. bit crispy. It's like a light coating of breading. And our buffalo sauce is a little unique. We add a ton of garlic in it. Um, still pack some heat. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I love our wings. I could eat them every day, not the same <laughs> yeah, that's what, he, that's what he was saying. He was like, um, I just brought out we're having wings tomorrow. And I'm like, it's a whole new day. Like, I right. would have wings. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. I down. just my cord. Oh, oh did shit. I? Oh. No, you're good. Okay, you're good. Right. <laughs> no, I was just, no. We can edit I was all like, this. Too. I was like, I would have wings for literally every meal, and I don't think I could get sick of them. Right, Ooh. yeah. And yeah. especially these, like you said, they're, they're mm-hmm. fried and then convection of it, yeah, right? Yeah, so. you get, make them a little crispy. Um, yeah, our buffalo sauce is fantastic, but our garlic lime cilantro, we home make it to order. Um, butter, garlic, cilantro, a little bit of lemon, lime. Oh, yeah, it's super good. Uh, our barbecue sauce is kind of like a homemade honey mustard and barbecue mix. So that kind is, of, uh, really yeah, it's, it's kind of like a South Carolina style. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's yep, awesome. Yep. We call it mopping sauce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> super good. Uh, mango habanero. Definitely light your mouth up a little bit. There's actual like chunks of mango in it. Yeah. So it is, does lunch a little bit, a little bit sweet. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. we're definitely going to have to come back here like yeah. every week for the next, yeah. for the next year, year, year to try everything. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome anytime. Um, so we had, uh, we've had a couple of beers as we're talking here, hanging out. Um, you guys are... One of the things that I wanted to talk about specifically is you guys are just local as far as the beers go. I mean, obviously you have like your, your Miller Lite bottles and stuff like that, yeah. but on tap, everything is local. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only two domestics that we have in bottles are Miller Lite and Icy Light. And the only reason I do have those two bottles, um, one of my good regulars um, who did drink the craft beer, he actually had a stroke, and he could only drink beer out of a bottle. And he comes oh, in, and yeah, so I've got to have something for everybody. But um, yeah, man, we're all local, 16 beers on tap. Uh, we have the very local ones around us. Um, you have All Saints, Yellow Bridge makes some great stuff. Helltown, Invincible Man, and then we tapped into the Pittsburgh market, which are people in, in the great city of Greensburg have really been enjoying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have some for everybody. Uh, we have a couple house beers. Um, the Four Points Light um, is always on tap. It's oh, a nice awesome. light lager. And if somebody comes in here and asks for a Coors Light, um, sorry, we don't carry that, but I'd say nine times out of ten, they love the Four Points Light, and they're coming in time after time again drinking it. So it's just another person that we kind of transitioned into the local craft yeah, beer yeah. scene is what yeah. we're all about. Yeah, that's um, very cool. Yeah. And Seriously. this was a bar before you moved in here as well? So this exactly. current unit was actually an ice cream parlor. Um, and then the unit where our kitchen was at was a Fox's Pizza. And we recently uh, expanded um, to our left. Uh, the, we actually doubled in size over coronavirus. It was a nice project. Uh, me and my partner did all the work ourselves. Yeah. Uh, watched a lot of YouTube videos, but we figured it out. <laughs> it, it turned out pretty well. It looks hey, all right. Listen, you can yeah. get a degree on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. People are doing it. But yeah, the yeah. place looks awesome. I mean, it, it's. it's we were yeah, so I was surprised. We were surprised at how like small it looks from the outside. We were like, oh, yeah. we didn't realize this place was so tiny. And then you showed us the other side. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, nice so. that, and even like even with the the like lower capacity, like uh-huh. it seems like you can get a good amount of people yeah. in here. Yeah, um, is there like a max party size you guys are taking right now? Or? So when we first opened, uh, we had 51 chairs in here. And me and my partner's vision, we wanted to run it ourselves. We still don't have a manager or anything. One of us is here at all times. But we were getting to the point where we were on a wait, you know, every single night. And um, the unit next door to us came available during the coronavirus. It was a, a dry cleaner. And unfortunately, the laundry kind of folded itself um, during the whole pandemic. And um, it, we had some downtime to, to do it. Um, obviously, we were takeout only at the point. Um, so, yeah, man, we did all the work ourselves. And coming out of this, um, we hope to come out of it strong. And um, where we're sitting now is going to have, like, a total bar feel, uh, all high tops. And then on the other side, um, we have booths and tables so we could accommodate larger parties. But um, pre this, with 51 chairs, um, when we were full, it was tight. And um, if you called in and asked for like a reservation for eight on a Friday night, we just couldn't take it. We were, we were literally you know, turning people away. <laughs> yeah, we were, we're turning away a lot of business. And um, we knew that. Um, so so now I, I just can't wait for life to get back to normal, see what we can really do. Yeah. But um, the, the locals are really catching on and, and um, embracing this local kind of craft beer concept. 
right now. Yeah, and I mean, you guys have a hell of a draft list. Thank like, you, man. It's, it's one you. of those things. It's crazy. Yeah, thank it's you. Everything it's on here, I would drink. Is, yeah. You know, like it's not one, not one thing on that list where I'm like, eh, maybe Clearly not. Clearly, he no, likes I, the same kind of beer that we do. Right. Oh yeah. All the stuff that we. Yeah, wear. I'm a little IPA heavy, but my I mean, thing is, is that's like, that's how I, we live our lives. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're always. Open up a bar. It's my bar. I'm gonna put what I like on tap, and you know, but we do also at the same time have something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's a very well balanced list. You have some of the lower alcohol. You have some of the. Yep. The doubles and you know just exactly. Yeah, built um, on each other, you yeah, know. Yep, have a, a cool shot right now. We're getting into the pumpkin Oktoberfest season, so we're gonna have those start rolling in. Um, how uh, how do you feel about uh, Oktoberfest? We we love having this conversation every fall. Yeah, or yeah. at least every yeah. fall for the last three years that we've been doing. I, I enjoy it. I, I I don't drink a ton of Marzins, um, but you know, on a nice fifty-five degree night, if I'm sitting outside by a fire, um, a Marzin or Oktoberfest will definitely do the job. Do you have a favorite local? That yes. makes them? Um, All Saints Brewing out of Greensburg. They're very local to us. Um, there's, that's just their style. They don't really mess with the IPAs. They don't get into sours or the New Englands. They just do what they know. And it's Marzins, Pilsners, Light Lagers. Um, their porters are solid. You really don't see that many, yeah. which is it's so interesting that they... I gotta, they stick to honestly, it. Honestly, so, I think they said they're open until 8 tonight, so yeah. we might have to Well, I actually oh, yeah. have a half barrel of it waiting to come on, so that'll, that'll be on by probably the pot by the time the podcast comes out nice um, okay so yeah all saints Oktoberfest is solid man okay. <laughs> and um yeah the 31st of this month they do that's when they actually release at their brewery oh and nice. they do a pumpkin smashing um for okay. their pumpkin beer so it's a good time every year this year obviously it's gonna be a little weird so sure. usually have a band playing and food trucks and whatnot but um yeah, yeah, they're I still mean, gonna. At least if it's outdoors, they yeah. might be able to do. Yeah, most. They're still, of it, yeah, they're know, still gonna do the pumpkin people. smashing. Yeah, but yeah, their uh, pumpkin beer is really solid too. Yeah, see, yeah, I'm not. I don't know. We're not the biggest pumpkin beer fans, and even yeah. like the Oktoberfest, they get a little bit like. I'm a big Oktoberfest fan. I, I feel like it's one of those things where if you drink, like, right time of year, like you said, right mindset for it. But I'm a big fan of having, you know a few of them to try side by side and see whose is the best or which one I like the best that kind of thing Absolutely. because everybody makes their like spin on it but nobody mm. really like stands out I think because it's such a normal style of beer right Absolutely. so that's kind of the Later this month, we're going to be getting a half barrel of uh, Brew Gentleman's Oktoberfest and I, I don't think I've had that um, yeah, I don't even know before. if they did that um, yeah they do a lot I mean they do a lot I, of they styles, have a lot yeah. of the like the um What's the one that I always like that I always forget that I like is the porter okay. that they do, like the BG porter. No or one does a is. porter. We need more porters. Right? How, how often do we talk about this? I need more porters. I will fight you if you don't I mean, grow a porter. I love, <laughs> I love, yeah, we will fight you um, in the parking lot, 3 p.m. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah, you just don't see it. How do you feel about por- what do you, porter stouts? Are you, are you a stout guy? Or um, I'm not. A darker you beer know what? guy? I have like this weird nut allergy. So um, the stouts and porters, I sometimes stay away from just because I never really yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I'm not going to say I don't You're not really... a stranger to a stout. Yes, or, yes. And you won't turn one down. If no, down. Right, right in front of us. We'll get to it at some point <laughs> during this podcast is uh, 11th Hours um, BYS, the um, fudge brownie pretzel. 
So we'll be getting into that here they're shortly. A, yeah, they're a they're a surprising brewery, and we yeah. we we really came full circle with them because oh. at, at first, like me and um, my twin brother Jake, that does the podcast occasionally, um, or did at the beginning, um, we were there. I probably went five times, <laughs> and I didn't find like a single thing that I liked. And then like all of a sudden, like one day, it I like agree. clicked, yep. and I feel like they just got so good. They did, and I I really enjoyed. Going there, yep. it's a cool spot. Um, I, it's been, I like I was saying, it's been a while, but um, yeah, I there's, wouldn't hesitate to go back there. I think they're seating people now too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, finally, like it seems like a lot of these places are reopening back up, and it's it's still obviously you have to jump through the hoops of whatever the government says, but at right. the same time, like okay, we've had this conversation. I know, it's, I know, but I haven't had it with we haven't Josh, had it with business. So. Oh. You're right. Yeah, I so, know. Yeah, yeah you, I'm sure there's a lot that, of mixed like, feelings. Like you obviously want people to be safe, but like right. it seems like it's changing all the yeah. time. I don't know what it's like in. What are Westmoreland? We Westmoreland? Yeah. Westmoreland County. Yeah, so. um, looking around here at my restaurant, we have all the tables spaced out uh, six feet apart. My staff's um, wearing masks. And, um, yeah, I was really upset and frustrated with that 25% when we were at 50 because um, I think we were doing a great job. You know, uh, we have disposable menus, digital menus. Um, you know, we've been open this whole pandemic, and no, not one single person my staff has gotten sick. We haven't gotten anybody sick. And I'm, I'm excited to get back to the 50% um, to see more faces in here. Because at the end of the day, um, if you would have told me, I mean, we've only been open um, 16, 17 months now. Um, that's, you know, 25%. If I fill it every day, I'm going to be able to pay my bills and employees. And that's that's not true. You know, we, uh, we got by and we had to adapt. And um, Matt from Brew Gentleman during this pandemic, I probably saw him three times a week uh, just canning up beer it's just every day adapt overcome what's next what's you know it was just always something and um, I think that we're finally starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel and um, I hope we'll just get back to normal soon but 50% uh, step in the right direction and we're definitely excited for it yeah I think coming into this time of year too where you're not going to see these outdoor places be as popular. That's a big player right now. Like, I mean, being able to have more people come inside and actually see your regulars a little bit more or whatever the case may be, you know, this is, everybody's struggling right now. Everybody's figuring it out. So it's, it's good to hear that you guys are kind of, you know, staying the same way. Um, yeah, we have a good bit of regulars I haven't seen in, in a couple months and it's just because, you know, they're, they're still being cautious and, and don't want to come in and, um, you know, that's a couple, it's a percentage of your business at the end of the day. Um, but we're, we're fighting through it. We're adapting. Um, we're very thankful for the connections that we did make with these local breweries because, uh, if I if I didn't put in a legwork, um, honestly, I, we just opened up, you know, uh, 16, 17 months ago. Uh, cash flow is tight, and um, we we didn't we couldn't afford to close for a couple weeks, and uh, we transitioned from you know moving drafts and crawlers to uh, around 40 cases of four packs a week from local breweries, and um, I can't thank them enough. Um, it, but also, you know, it's helping them move the product as well in a new market and. Um, and we, we, talk, just, yeah, we talk about other how, out. like, it's all, everyone's cool, and at least the yeah. Pittsburgh craft beer scene, everyone wants to help each other, like, there's not really, like, cutthroat, like, it's not, like, territorial. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, I don't think you're stepping on anybody's toes by carrying somebody else's beer no. and like, that kind of stuff. And, I mean, you don't see a place like this where it's just local. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, within reason, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you're 
you're not getting people. You're not getting. You're not carrying Southern Tier and right. and Victory and like uh, like. So, exactly. I mean, these things are PA beers, but you're strictly just local. Locally and you made owns. that made yep. that choice during the pandemic, like during this yeah. shutdown and all um, that. Like we were kind of leaning that route um, oh, okay. towards the all sure. local, you know, prior to it. Um, but yeah, man, especially when the, the pandemic rolled around, it was the local brewery owners that were texting, you know, we we're texting back and forth on a daily basis, like, hey, how are you doing? How are sales? You know, anything we could do to help. And um, those big brewery reps that would come in, you'd see them twice a week. They were they all disappeared. And, you know, um, at the end of the day, us local guys have to support local guys. And... Um, we kind of fought through it together, and um, breweries like um, Four Points out of Charlevoix. Um, when Dave would release a beer on Friday, he would drop off the cans Thursday night. I'd release them at the same time, and did it did wonders for my business. People would come in and they place takeout orders and get a couple other things, and it just got people in my doors. Um, same with Brew Gentlemen. Um, every you know thing they had in crawlers, I had in crawlers, and um, we just had to transition. Um, granted, the margins on the four packs and stuff aren't as great but we were kind of matching it, it sounds totally insane what we did like in draft for a month we were matching that just in takeout beer during the total shutdown yeah um so yeah we just had to adapt it was, it was weird yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i believe it. i'm sure yeah. it was <laughs> we ran that into is, some uh, understatement of the year yeah, i believe struggles right, so. too so, so we've talked a lot about the pandemic here in the first 15 minutes of this podcast. Yeah, uh, okay, that's what we're living in. Now. I know, I understand. I wanna, I wanna, he has a lot of insight. Though, I'm going to grill Josh about about all the normal questions that oh, we ask yeah, people. Yeah. So. We ask really dumb questions. Yeah. So this is this is the interview portion of the podcast. This is the and well, the whole thing is an interview. It really is. But I mean, as long as you're just going to keep talking, we're going to keep asking you dumb questions. So yeah, bring yeah, it as on. As long as the beer um, is pouring, we're right. we're, we're talking. <laughs> we're staying. The. Uh, so the one question that we always ask everybody is kind of like an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your top five emojis in your phone right now? Currently. Uh, currently. You got to look at it right phone. now. Oh, no. This might be embarrassing. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's, it's the, it, on an iPhone, it's the first five, like, straight down the list okay. when you pull up your keyboard. So pull up the keyboard. <laughs> and we'll right. know if you're lying. On, have on a, a laughy face. Uh, okay. Smile. Crying, laughing, smiling. Yep. Uh, Beer Two clinking. beers, yeah, yeah. clinking. Okay. Kissy face. Um, <laughs> probably my girlfriend. <laughs> so my girlfriend, she's like so freaking cool. Um, she works at uh, Union Brothers Brewing. Oh, nice. Okay. She's a total crap beer nerd. Um, <laughs> they just opened story. too, right? Like, yeah, yeah, nice. man. Um, we're gonna be doing a collab with them here uh, within the next month or two. We're gonna do like a dessert sour. We're gonna make the cheesecakes for it. We just got the oh. dish. We're just gonna throw them in. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I know. We talked. We've talked about this. I don't. We always get exclusives. I on know. This podcast. Yeah. Nobody listens to us, but we need to have regular guests. Us, they would know. They right. would know. Yeah. We're, we knew we're about, the, we knew about the dancing gnome outdoor area before anyone else. I don't think anyone knew because no. of us. Trevor because Torres, Trevor's the only yeah. one that, wait, oh, wait, so, so do you have a cheesecake that you make here? So oh, cheesecake. Yeah, our, our, everything here is homemade. So like, even our desserts, nice. we home make our cheesecakes. Right now we have a homemade pumpkin cheesecake. I'm going to have to, do you, how, you I'll, like I'll bring cold. you a, you a slice. Like we can do it. Cake. If you give me a call or send me a text, yeah, we, we, we can. Awesome. But, um, I, I fucking love cheesecake. When our chef makes them, they're, they're gone within a couple hours. Um, yeah, God. our birthday cake cheesecake is probably what? the most popular one. Fucking. Yeah. Why don't we, you should have led with that. It's, it's right? insane. I would have been, I would have been <laughs> yeah. way more invested in this. So I'm going to talk to Zach from Union Brothers and see what flavor 
um, oh, he's yeah. thinking. But yeah, um, awesome. setting these ten that cheesecakes. So We're gonna make good. ten cheesecakes up and toss it in, and, <laughs> and there it goes. God, that's you gotta like boomerang so where, that. Where are they? Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with. They're that. in Zealy. They yeah, so up, um, uh, Harmony area, I think. And what that, yeah, that location's turning like a hell of a crap beer destination. Um, you have Union Brothers, you have Shoebrew, and you have Stick City, all within like ten minutes apart. I love Beautiful triangle. I love so Stick City. It's yeah. so cool. Burgers has a spot out there too. Yeah, Burgers. Right. Yep. Um, Wait, that's the one in Mars, right? Stick City. Am I yeah. Yes. The yeah, they're yes. in Mars. Yeah. Yep. That's actually where I met my girlfriend. She worked there, and we, we had an event uh, with Stick City. We were doing a tap taker with them, and she came out with Nick, the owner, and Ron. We had a great time, and I was behind the bar. We were really busy, and she came up, and uh, she ordered a beer, and before she, she picked it up and smelled it, said, this is Citra Mosaic, right? I said, whoa. <laughs> I said, I, I never heard those words coming out of a, a female's mouth. It was awesome. Like, she's just as big as a nerd as me. Um, this really helps it out. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! We love that. Get <laughs> yeah, that's women a, into craft oh, beer. She, yeah. right? It would make it so much inclusion better. Inclusion, yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, yeah. My wife's a big craft beer nut too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she she started out with like just strictly Belgians. That was all she would drink. It's just Belgian she beer. Does love that. She's the Belgian expert. She okay. is, and I mean, like. We're sitting there, like, I mean, I, I have a couple of guys that I trade beers with all the time, right? And we get, like, a can of each four-pack, and we, you know, the, the untapped check-ins are over 3,000. Like, it's ridiculous. But that's not a flex. I'm not trying to flex on you by saying no, that. No, he is. But he is. Don't, let him, don't let him lie to you. Probably around um, there. He just lied to your face. But, no, it's, it's so cool to be able to have a conversation about, like, the, the processes that it goes through and all of the intricacies of what you're drinking exactly right? and, and yep. I think that that's a this is why we do what we do right exactly. so that now, people I mean, we're smarter not, than us in the craft beer industry will we're not Cicerones we're not we're not craft beer servers I mean we're literally just two guys that decided we wanted to start a podcast because I had a bunch of recording equipment yeah and <laughs> so we love beer we like drinking I, I beer. beer you know yeah, I love a, local beer we love, ta- we love talking to people about beer literally yeah. every single episode we say Literally anyone that wants to come on this podcast, please come on. Like we right. will, we figure out how to do it on Face or yeah, FaceTime, really FaceTime, well. Zoom, like whatever. We can yeah. do whatever. Like, so come on. If you have any friends, you don't have to be the owner of one of the best be craft beer bars in Greensburg just to come on our podcast. Like you can be. Yeah. There, yeah, do you man. have a rival? Is there a rival around here? Anyone that's even close to what you do? Well, um, prior to this, I've been working in restaurants and now I'm bouncing around since I was about 15. Um, before I opened this, um, I worked, I was the manager at Tapper Govan and Poorhouse in Greensburg, and they were a crap beer bar, um, but they were like a local crap beer bar, and I, I love the yep. local beers. Yep. That's, that's all I drink. I, you I was one of the guys that were you need locally. Yeah, really waiting can. in line at, at, at Dancing Gnome, and then I'd shoot out a brew gentleman. And I was, you know, that's I did it twice a week. I just found a love for it, and um, you know, nobody around here is doing anything, um, you know, like like this. And at first, um, I wouldn't say we got some heat, but yeah, people were like out of their comfort zone. You don't have Miller Lite, you don't have, but we do have a local version of we have a nice light lager um, and people are are going for it and especially around here it's so important to educate the clientele your staff needs to be educated to be able to describe it and if we grow the craft beer community just all around these local breweries and myself that's just the 
bigger the business because at the end of the day you guys know this uh, there's only like so many like really just love this local crap beer but we just need to grow it and grow it and grow it and we're all going to do a lot better so that's what we're about here is just educating people and um, just pushing the drink local drink local there's a big uh, neon sign right in my front doors so just drink local that's what we're about here yeah. so we'll get you out of your comfort zone but um, I promise we definitely have some for everybody yeah it seems like it's in the best way possible yes. right? you're, you're yeah. introducing it in a way that's approachable mm-hmm. and not like I mean you're not going to come in here for a Bud Light is no, what it comes down to we right? like that's, that's <laughs> what it comes down to yeah like, but you're not doing it in a way that's offensive or like you know that you're driving people away. You're it's just not saying, hey, it's very exactly, it's very exactly, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, we, you know, we, I've been places where you know the, the service isn't. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, and our, our staff is is trained to do that. Um, if somebody uh, sing at a table and orders a Yingling bottle, you know, sir, we don't have that, but uh, we have a nice amber lager that's brewed locally. Or if you'd like to try this brown ale. Um, same thing with Coors Light and Bud Light. We don't, we don't have that, but we have a nice light lager or a Pilsner that's brewed locally, and um, people love it, and they, they end up coming back for it. Yeah, so. and that's... You just feel better about supporting people that are exactly. in your area. Like, yeah. It's like when when one person does does well, like everyone around them starts to, to, to be better, and it's just you're not supporting a big corporation that you don't even... It's not a face to it. It's like yeah. these are people you see every day, the people you go to the grocery store with, the people you, you know, are sitting next to you at the bar because right. they are also passionate. Everyone that we've ever talked to on this podcast has been so incredibly passionate about getting people to drink local and, mm-hmm. and craft, and it's um, and it's always been supportive. It's never like oh we're better than that guy or you know yeah. like that kind yeah. of thing. It's, it's, that it's, being it's very, said, I want to know what your favorite brewery in Pittsburgh is. <laughs> And I don't want you to hold back. Asking the right. tough you questions. You won't get canceled. We get canceled every <laughs> I, and I, I, I told Matt and Ace of this in their face. Like, I was their biggest fanboy, like, ever. When they told me that um, they were going to, you know, start selling us beer and they wanted to get it out here, I was ecstatic. Um, but I love Brew Gentlemen. I always did. Um, they're the brewery that got me into the Hazies and the New England IPAs. And um, I, I drive to Greensburg, you know, once or twice a week, fill up Crowlers, share with my friends. And, um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're right there. Um, a brewery that's coming hot on the scene is Four Points. Um, during the pandemic, they really, like, they're putting us on fire right now. They are absolutely killing it. Their sours, their New Englands are great. Um, small guy, Stick City. Um, everything Nick's, Nick makes is just so pure. It's his IPAs and PLLs. His Pilsner is probably the best Pilsner I've ever had. Um, they, they do it um, with a side pour, so it has a nice authentic head of foam. Um, has a mug to match it. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's... That's awesome. And I, I feel like I should have been at Stick City more than uh-huh. I have been. Yeah, get now. out there. Like, it's, we, um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, our opportunity to be there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's before the all this happened. Yeah. And um, right now, they um, have some really nice outdoor seating. They have tents right. out there and, and, and food trucks uh, Thursday through and they Sunday. they have a couple fire pits, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, a, it's a cool spot. It's a really cool spot. Yeah, I've been there a couple times, and I, I loved it. Okay. It's yeah. super cool. Yeah, there. and it's a family-owned. You walk in there, the, the sun the mother the father it's just family and they're all three there at all times and there's nothing like it they greet you like family every time I walk in and um, you know that's it's the perks of just carrying like an all local draft list is the relationships you make along the way oh I'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. 
not surprised by any of those answers, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I think that that's that's kind of that's a that's a that's a solid three. Yeah, yeah. solid three. Yeah, um, and speaking of Six City, we're um, we brewed a collab with them last week um, for Greensburg Craft Beer Week. We're um, releasing it the twenty third Wednesday night on uh, Six City's first ever triple IPA. Oh, so it's huge. They've Jesus. never brewed a beer. Uh, if you're on uh, exclusive count, it's number two for the episode. It's <laughs> number two. Uh, so, triple. Interesting. Triple. See, okay, so I'm not a big triple fan. Are you, are you a fan of triples? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll drink. I'm like, <laughs> I just, four points put out this so, ridiculous triple. So <laughs> I just, I can't control myself drinking. So like, it, like I'll go through like three doubles before anything. Like Nick right. was talking about how he was just like reaching for doubles last night. They're just too easy to put down. Yep. I don't trust myself <laughs> drinking triples because that shit usually doesn't taste anything like the percent that they have yeah. on the can. Um, so I usually try to pump the brakes, but now that now that I know. Oh yeah! If you guys did one. I'm gonna have to get out. Oh, there. dude, I, I I tried it and uh, it's coming along really really nice. That's awesome. So, you, um, did, it's you, did you say when it was really? I'm sorry. Uh, September 23rd. September 23rd. So they've never brewed a beer over eight percent either. So this is kind of a big deal for them. Um, Nick uh, was definitely a little nervous going into it, but dude, he he's an expert. He does his research. He knows his stuff. Um, he was right on with ABV. We're aiming anywhere from 10 to 11. It's coming in at 10, 5. Oh, and uh, it's Equinaut, Citra, Nectaron, and Mosaic. And that Nectaron hop, I love it. I don't think it's yeah, ever. It's like new this. New Zealand hops. So I Nick made Zealand. a yeah, all um, Nectaron hopped IPA. It was just <laughs> ridiculous. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> It was so good. That's awesome. It was crushable. Yeah, we, we kicked that six barrel in a couple of days here. So I'm um, I'm really excited about that. I'm so gonna, you brought I'm it up. My calendar. You brought it up. Greensburg Craft Beer Week is is one of the best known craft beer weeks around here. Realistically, yeah. like they absolutely they go all out. We do right. Everybody do. like you guys all get together. Like they're mm-hmm. all the bars around here do something. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yep. insane to me. Like I, I miss. Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week. I miss, like, I know uh, the other one that you always hear about is Harrisburg's version, and I just feel like Greensburg has been, for the past couple years, they've been, like, the only game in town, Mm -hmm. because there's no, nobody else is really doing that right now. Yeah. So. Greensburg is a craft beer hotbed, and what we were kind of doing in it is just introducing, um, you know, all local breweries from outside of the Greensburg area, the Pittsburgh markets to the people of Greensburg and uh, it's been going over really really well um, we're also doing an event with um, Helltown Brewing um, the 21st of this month Monday night um, and it's like a pub exclusive tap takeover so I think they have like five beers on that are just you know in house only uh, we're going to have them on so um, obviously we're going to be at 50% capacity but we're going to have uh, Crowler's discounted to go 10% off and the brewer's going to be here as well uh, he's going to walk around and oh, um yeah, drone with some hard questions. Yeah, um, Pat, he's like the nicest guy ever. He's 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 super cool. Um, we did one with Helltown last year as well. I have a nice relationship with those guys. That's awesome, and especially because they're what right over the hill yeah. from here, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Mount Pleasant location, uh, ten to fifteen minutes away. That's awesome. So, yep. Good to have those guys in your pocket. That's I'm a, sure that's a great that's a great place. Yeah. I'm so excited oh, yeah. to see what they do moving forward. Really. Their, their story is fantastic, uh, how they started out in that, that small garage and just grew to what they are now, purchasing Rivertown, and um, you'll see them. They distribute now in West Virginia and Ohio. Um, 
just kind of what they started out to where they're at now is incredible. They, they have they, some great stuff. Like even yeah. their standby stuff is just yeah. really solid. Like mischievous is one of my favorite brown ales exactly of all time. You yep. know, like. Yeah, that brown owl could go head to head with anybody's, um, but they're also their New England games really uh, been awesome. picking up some yeah, steam. Awesome. They just did this triple. Um, I was at their brewery like a week or a week or two ago, and their triple was fantastic. Yeah, um, they did the what was it the pterodactyl or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, one that was, was a nice. Awesome. One. Um, that was like West Coast style though, yeah. right? The, like, yep. And so like they're doing all kinds of different. They're stuff. They're all over the place. The Rapture IPA. Um, I miss West Coast. I I love West Coast IPAs. That's kind of what got been, me into it. We yeah. <laughs> we are so happy you said that. Yeah. We have been. I don't know. Listen, we love. We were. We are always going to be fans of New England. We're uh-huh. always going to be fans of New England style. But you. I don't know. You just don't get the same experiences with the West Coast. Like sometimes you just want something to like hit you in the face. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's with one that of those hot things. Profile. You need a. You need that bitterness. You need that like that, that crispness to oh, it, like beer, beer. Exactly. Beer. <laughs> Although through Greensboro, we're also known as kind of like the hazy IPA bar. But with us carrying all really like local beers, everybody's putting out hazies right now. Like in our, my draft list, I don't have a West Coast on at the moment. But um, if I see somebody putting out one, we you know we'll, yeah. we'll snag it. Yeah. Cinderlands <laughs> did a uh, nice West Coast recently. Uh, it was a heavy hitter, like nine and a half percent. Jeez. But uh, dude, it was it was good. <laughs> Nice we, and bitter, we a little malty. Is, they're yeah. tr- they're, they're tragically underrated. I, oh I feel my like god, they're, just like, they're like, awesome. They're such nice people too. They really um, are. I always had a great time. I yeah. miss, I miss so. Whenever they opened their first location, the Lawrenceville location, that like little like skinny hole in the wall place. I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, I've um, been there. Uh, we, me, and and Jake. Um, were there like once a week for like the first four months they were open. Like I, I can't get enough of that place, and I'm so sad that it's closed now. And I cannot wait for it to open back up. And I will be there two or three times a week, guaranteed. They're crispy boys, or they have oh, the crispy they boy game is yeah, fire. Like the table beer, the um, was it their saisons that they make are just like otherworldly. It's crazy mm-hmm. how good those beers are. Yeah. Um, their Traxigan Pilsner is a house built uh, beer of ours. Usually their Pilsner is always on tap, but uh, it kicked over the weekend. It's okay. a rare occurrence that's not on the draft list right now, but <laughs> uh, it'll be back on by Tuesday latest. It's a great beer to have. Yeah, yeah it's like all the time. So like solid. that's yep. so that one, um, the Little Cinder I just had oh, yeah. recently. Fantastic. Honestly, one of the one of the best beers they make. Like, yep. And it's it's a light lager, you know. Mm-hmm. So. They did a nice job with their sours, too. Um, their pumpkin beer they put out. I know we said we're not really huge fans on the yeah. pumpkin stuff, but their pumpkin beer they put out last year was probably my favorite pumpkin beer all time. That was the, the tart shake one, right? Yeah. Yeah, they, they do. Caramel and it was, it was really, really nice. crazy stuff yeah. in that series. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we get four packs. Um, uh, every Friday, we do a can drop from, from them. And um, if they release three new beers, we'll have all three of them in four packs to go. That's awesome. Um, if not on tap. Yeah, they so. put out so much beer. Yeah, so much huge beer. facility. Like, yeah. It's, it's so good. Yep. I think that they're and really good at experimenting the right way, well. too. Mm-hmm. You know, like having that kind of like stuff that works, stuff they know works, but yep. they also go off the rails with the, like, fruited sours and yep. the, the tart shakes and all that kind of stuff. So. Yep. Cinderlands was one of the breweries that really helped us out um, during the start of the pandemic. Um, just... You know, I, I, I called Emily and um, it's like, hey, like, what 
do you guys plan on doing? I don't know what I'm going to do. I was kind of lost. And she's like, well, we're transitioning everything to cans, and we need to sell cans. So uh, I drove down there and filled my car up. And, um, you know, weekend we sold out of it. And then her and her husband, uh, Paul, who's a brewer, a uh, great guy, uh, they, they drove down and dropped some more stuff off. So just how we transitioned from, you know, all draft to, to four packs. Um, so it's what we had to do. But yeah. they were one of the breweries that really, really helped us out. Them, 11th Hour, Brew Gentlemen, um, and Four Points really came through for us. That's awesome. Yeah. Especially with tra- with that transition. And it yeah. just so happens that they're all great breweries. Yes. Right. And, yeah. And even like the, not- the smaller guys, um, Abjuration, um, they're brewing off a one-barrel system, but they still went out of their way to send us a six-stroll to, to Crowler up. Um, and Stick City um, would at least send us a case. Every beer they made, they, they save us a case or a six-stroll. Um, so everybody kind of pitched in. Um, Grist House, uh, Zach down there, he's awesome guy. We had a top takeover with him uh, pre-coronavirus, and it was a blast. Awesome. Really cool people. And, uh, yeah, they're sending send some beer down to Greensburg, too. And we, we appreciate it, and so do all the people out here. Oh, jeez. Thank you. <laughs> what do we have here, Peter? 11 hour 8. Oh, awesome. I am so excited. <laughs> So we were just talking about 11th hour, and yeah. Peter delivers the eight. The hour eight. Hour so eight, So I'm yeah. not sure if you guys are familiar with this series, but um, I've been a huge fan from the start. It started with a single hop, and then hour two, two hops, hour three, three different hops. And we're up to hour eight now, and there's eight different hops in it. This is insane. And this is, it's just insane. This is so good. It's, <laughs> 11th is, hour is putting out some fire right now. I, I love them. Yeah. It really is like God. This is, I've been I, on this I, I series since like two, I think two or three, and it's been absolutely insane. This is a sample I, uh, of the four P light. That's our house. Oh, okay, uh, light gotcha. Logger. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. So you kind of mentioned like that. I forgot who you said got you into craft beer, but you haven't been into craft beer all. It's been like a recent development in your life. Oh you no, say, I've, I've, you... I've I've been in the craft beer okay. for sure. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a big fan of it. It just so happens like I'm fortunate enough to do it for a living. Yeah, um, yeah. which is kind of what it turned into. Um, but yeah, man, I think the first craft beer I ever had, maybe Sierra Nevada, sure. like pre twenty one, um, the <laughs> yeah, Pale Ale. Yeah, no, no. F- we, we, yeah. we don't condone underage drinking. <laughs> yeah. This is a twenty one plus right, podcast. Right, right. No, I'm just messing with you. Well, my <laughs> the first cops will be at your door yeah. when you get home. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is yeah. Craft beer like out at a bar. I was. I went to I um, IEP. So yeah. um, oh, I went okay. to Brunzies, and um, if you're ever out in Indiana, it's a cool little spot. Um, and their crappier selection is pretty solid. I think they get some gnome in there, and uh, they have noble sign levity or whatnot. Um, I ordered the Twenty First Amendment Black uh, Back in Black IPA, and that was my first craft beer like out of the bar. It just like blew my mind. It was awesome. It was complex, a little I, hoppy. Twenty First Amendment is they make some good shit. Yeah, the black IPAs Black's are so. I, like, that is oh, yeah. I, every time I see one, and Nick knows this. Mm-hmm. Every time I see one, I buy like yeah. I get one because yeah. I just it's the weirdest thing, and I I don't think I've ever been disappointed with one. Like, right. It's it's such a weird style. It's it's something that doesn't seem like it should work together. But every single time I have one, it's like, why don't I have more of this? Why don't more people make this? Why isn't it a style that's on every bar everywhere? Yeah. Like, I agree. So top two black IPAs. Uh, Tatter Flag does a really good one. Okay. If you guys see that? Get your hands on it. And They're out locally, east, right? uh, Yeah, like uh, Harrisburg area. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Um, and then Grist House is Black Ripa. 
Oh yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that yeah, one's one of my favorites. Big fans of Chris House. They're. I don't know. I, you put two of my favorite things together with the black and the rye IPA. Like that just oh, yeah. makes sense to me. So, yep. they're the ryes are ryes are something that you don't see a whole lot of anymore. When back when let's say what 2015, 2016, they were everywhere. Yep. And they were super high alcohol because the rye ferments higher, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're talking like <laughs> nine or ten percent, or you know, you're getting triple rye IPAs and stuff oh. like that. So it's. It's a style that you don't see all that often. Eleventh Hour makes one though, I think, uh, or it has made one recently. Okay. Um, nice. All right, um, I have another question. How do you feel about the? Um, I don't know what it's called, but the Eleventh Hour like jalapeno beer that they make. Oh, Phoenix. Oh, the. You know what? I haven't had that on tap yet. Um, you should try it and report okay. back because okay. it's it's an experience. Okay. It really is. I know they I, usually release that around like Cinco de Mayo. I think. Okay. I, I felt like it was there for a while back okay. when I used to go, but I, I yeah, they probably I'm sure it's it's not something they have on tap okay. all the time. But right. yeah, I haven't had that yet. That's one of Do my you favorite like spicy things. Well, I've I had one. I had the ballast point that habanero scalping sure. yeah. and I had that like I think it was double white grill and I was eating um, like hot chicken wings and the combination of the two I was miserable I was dripping sweat I think the server asked me if I was okay yeah, um, yeah. bring me a water yeah, yeah. Like, that like was miserable the combination yeah. of the two of them yeah. Oh, but um, yeah I think that was the last one I had I'm, I'm not sure if I even finished um, it it's one of the wildest beers I think I've ever had in my life mm-hmm. and I still don't know I'm still trying to form I've had it probably two three times now mm-hmm. and I still don't know how I feel about it because I'm like is it is it good because of the novelty of it because it's so, like it, it 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 like immediately will burn your mouth. Oh, it's like, it's too hot. It's like, insane. It, it, it's, it's truly insane. That's just how it is. And they but even it's, say it's like very... in the description like this is our most controversial beer because it like hurts to drink. Okay. But it's like it's still somehow like good. I, it's weird. Right. I, like I really need you to try it next <laughs> time. You, next time you go pick something up, be like, okay. If, if they I have do a six it, pair, yeah. I will. That's what we're about here is just yeah. getting people out of their comfort zone yeah. and trying uh, weird things. It is not for the uh, the faint of heart. That's <laughs> right. <Okay. laughs> Um, I did just try the uh, the 4P Light, and okay. it's a, I like it a lot. Like it's it's one of those things where you can come in, have a couple of them. You know, you're, you're not, not missing anything. Good. Right, bringing yeah. this over a, over a Coors Miller. No, no, I think it, it's right in line with an easy like you know crusher. Yeah. Right? and it's at the same price point as a domestic would be on top here. That's awesome. Um, that's yeah. and it's and that's huge. It's local. Like, that's it's, a, the you thing know, is, being able to not, offer. Why it would you price? not? We you say know? this all the time. Why would you not? If you could get something local yeah. that's just as good as what you're going to get from a, a big, you know, corporation. Right. Why wouldn't you do it? And it, it, it's better. This four P light. Um, we go through uh, one to two half barrels um, a week, and dude, it's a lot oh, of it. Crazy. A lot of it. It's also to go. People coming in and getting crowlers and growlers, and these are the people that weren't craft beer drinkers to begin with. They before you know we made. And now they're searching all, it out. And, yes. Yeah, like that's. And then they're starting to get out of their tra- comfort zone, and maybe next is the cinnamon tracks again, and they'll work yeah. the way that a Kolsch and maybe a brown, and the next thing you know, they're snorting hazies off my bar. You know, it's. <laughs> that's snorting what we're trying hazies. To do. Five, 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 <laughs> that's what we're trying to do here. <laughs> We're, that is the goal. That is the goal. We're trying to crack We're doing you. keg stands with the cooler. Like. Yeah. <laughs> keg stands on the six-stall. We're hazies, man. Yeah. 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 
Oh, jeez. Wow. I mean, right, that's, that's a, a, that's a, a little really painted a picture there with your words. I appreciate <laughs> that, it. That was, yeah, that's, no, I mean, that's how it happens. Like, yeah. I remember, like, it's going out. It. Well, I mean. Drinking, like, I remember, like, fir- first drinking beer, it's like, oh, I'm drinking Yingling. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then you're like, oh, I'm, like, sick of this. It's like, just that normal progression. And then right? now I'm like. And then I you go to Beers Coast, of the Bird like, one time. Having a West Coast, like, five years ago, I would have, like, I would have been like, no. Like, I'm yeah. not having that. Give me like six Miller Lights, and now I'm like, I literally want something to punch me in the face. I want someone to, I want someone to choke me out <laughs> with this West Coast. Right, and that's like, so I'm really happy you said that about the West Coast because we we uh, we really are. Uh, we thought we we thought it was gonna be a big thing moving forward, but honestly, I think it's uh, New England's the way to go right now. It's just what's I mean, selling. It's what hot. It's it's like I think it's a, an easier transition into the world Absolutely. of IPAs. I, yeah. I mean, obviously. It's much more approachable. Citrusy, you yeah. know. So we have a table down there in the corner, um, older couple. Um, for example, they would come in and they were traditional Coors Light, Miller Light drinkers. Every time they come in, Josh, General Braddock on tap. I said, yep, it's on tap. It's always on tap. And they come in twice a week just to drink General Braddock. That's, that is a prime example of a couple that we transition. And... Um, yeah, it's they I mean, they love it. You got and another once one. Once you get started yeah. on that path, though, it, it makes sense to keep get keep supporting it. You know? the people because yeah. it's it's that. There's so good. many different there's so many different kinds of hops. There's so many and like everyone does it differently. Like yeah. you're there's not going to get the same everyone. thing every single mm-hmm. brewery. Like, and really us good. being a restaurant, we're definitely at an advantage to get the people in that aren't into it because they come in we're a restaurant they come in for the food and we get them out of their comfort zone and you're killing nice the food way. too that's the thing like yeah. you're, you're absolutely crushing out yeah. everything that you bring to the yeah. table so people like that couple probably wouldn't make a trip out to a brewery but they made a trip in here for to have dinner and a couple drinks and introduce them to it to educate them and um, you know Next then, thing you know, they're they're one of us. Right. And then yeah, once they right. once they do that, and then they are more likely to go to a brew. Like, yep. Oh, it's exactly. how many good ones are close they, like ten minutes from here? Let's yeah. go. Yep. You that's know. that's what it's all about. Right. Here. And then right. see, it's just it's that's how it that's how it works. It's cyclical. Yeah, you, it just keeps building on itself. You yep. know. Yep. I love your philosophy. It's great. Yeah. No, it's excellent. This is, this is, this is great. Yeah. I, I really wish that I lived 15 minutes from here and not yeah. an hour, but yeah. <laughs> we'll make uh, it back for sure. But yeah, if you're out on the east side of the city at all, yep. stop in here. Honestly, like I would come back just for the wings because they the wings blew my are mind. Uh, but I had the, I, the cheese I wasn't expecting was the jumbos, but you got the jump. I mean, right? come on. Yeah. Right. Who doesn't love a jumbo wing? Come right. On. You feel like you're actually like you know eating something. Nowhere else around here does it. We just always want to be a little different. Everything, our fried zucchini is homemade. Our cheese wedges are, are home breaded. You know, hand breaded the order. Everything is just fresh, and that's kind and of our thing safe. here. If yeah. anyone's uh, yeah being very cautious, I don't feel like I'm. No. Close to anyone. Which is yeah. yeah, we have the table spaced out, and um, there's a lot of having room. that new unit too that definitely allowed us um, to uh, space people out. And um, during the virus, I was definitely hesitant to, to pull the trigger and expand during a pandemic. But looking back on it, um, if I did not, um, 20, 25% of just this room. We we'd be open just takeout yeah. only. Um, it raised yeah, my occupancy permit, yeah. allowed me to raise people, you know, space people out, and um, I'm glad we did it. It's amazing to me to see 
how many people are just pivoting and running with it and mm -hmm. it's actually benefiting. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, once, once this all goes back to normal, it's still going to be a huge benefit to have more tables, to have more seating and have that kind of disparity between the bar and maybe like a, a group sit down section like mm -hmm. that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I've never been to a place where people were concerned that there were too many tables. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, you're right. We, but, we needed more tables. Um, we were just too small to be like doing what we were doing. We hosted that uh, Juicy Brews Hangover Brunch and when I pulled in in the morning, I got we, we didn't weren't opening till 9 a.m. I pulled in at like 7:15, and there's people sitting out front of my restaurant in like chairs, lawn chairs. Yeah, yeah. And by yeah. the time we opened, the the line wrapped the whole way around my plaza, and it was just like, okay, like what we're doing, we're gonna keep doing it. We're gonna stick with it. We're not gonna venture off. Nobody's gonna peer pressure me into bringing something that's not local. And um, we just need more space. Yeah. We were too small to be doing those caliber events. So coming out of this, we're going to try to come out strong and um, you know yeah, do whatever those, we can. Uh, to those juicy brews events are wild. Yeah, those, I mean we were those cats we, like to party at like the peak <laughs> at like peak like dancing gnome fever. We were we went to the festival on Saturday and then Sunday morning we got up at like six a.m. to go stay in line. Yeah, at dancing gnome to get the anniversary releases. Nice. And we were there for like five hours because they didn't open until noon. Yeah, and we're literally like sitting there drinking at like seven a.m. after being hungover so, from the night oh, before yeah, the Juicy Bruce Festival. But then, I was there with you guys. I actually had to pick up all my cakes that night. Oh jeez. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I had we had a DD, but yeah, we went to the um, AM session. Oh, okay. I came back yeah. and I worked yeah. a little bit. Then after the second Juicy Bruce. Um, Kenny just sold me like all the leftover kegs yeah. and the answer specifically brought a couple for me Trillian brought four like this That's place incredible. it was a zoo um, oh I'm we're, sure <laughs> I, it was yeah, nuts yeah. That, was, that was what that, the February one right yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Um, but like on a, like our brunch food was insane oh. the bananas foster a um, bunch of, of omelets course. breakfast pizza eggs benedict <laughs> Um, yeah, we're, we're going to oh, do, shit. if Juicy Brews hopefully happens in, in 2021, um, we'll, we'll do the same thing. And it was a blast. I will be, yeah. I will be here at 5 a.m. Yep. Just so you know, when you pull up, I will be sitting right. out there. Yeah. Yep. Well, there's some Drink great hotels coffee. around here. Um, <laughs> Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. We did see yeah. Holiday Inn Yeah, there's a Holiday <laughs> Inn, uh, the Ramada. Um, I have a couple couches. Hey. Yep. The hotels are booked up. But um, also, any anybody that's listening to this from Pittsburgh, um, Greensburg might sound out of the way, but Laurel Highlands is right there, 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. Um, it, it's really beautiful out here. Yeah. Uh, Ligonier, uh, Seven Springs, it's Hidden such Valley. A quick drive. Like, it's such a quick drive. Oh, yeah. Before we knew it, we were here. You right, guys can yeah, we come through there. Greensburg on the way to Laurel Highlands, um, and it, it really doesn't, you know, cost any more time. Yeah, and you get a lot. I, I'm sure... You guys probably see some touristy stuff, like tourists oh, yeah. coming through here, even like yeah. just looking for a lunch spot or whatever. You guys are open for lunch? We are. Okay. Yeah, every day besides Mondays. Mondays we open at, at three o'clock, but other than that, um, eleven a.m. to eleven p.m. Cool. Um, starting the twentieth, we're going to close at ten p.m. because a new restriction coming on. Right. Um, no booze after ten. Um, even like uh, come next year, uh, we're about ten minutes away from the Steelers training camp, and yeah. they do play at St. Vincent College. That right, kind of right, yeah. hurt us this year. Last year, um, they practice every day. You see a ton of Steeler jerseys in here. Oh, yeah. so for sure. Yeah. We're just one of the many businesses out this way that kind of hurted from uh, them switching their training camp to uh, Southside. But yeah, and that's I mean, 
they had to do it. You know, yeah. it's one of those things like you yep. can't you can't have people all over the place. But exactly, especially with St. Vincent trying to get students, you know, in there. I I, I understand it, but yeah, um, it's frustrating as hell to know that you're you're losing money because yeah of something that you can't control. Yeah, right. It just brings people into the area. Um, speaking about that, there's a casino coming in about a half mile from our restaurant. We're pretty excited about it. Um, it's going to be Westmoreland Live. Nice. Uh, it's opening in the Westmoreland Mall, which is literally right down the hill from us. So that's going to increase the traffic and um, hopefully the people who have an untapped app, you know, find <laughs> us on there. Right. Um, if you don't follow us on Untapped, um, definitely subscribe. Um, we tap go list through, is updated. Yeah, tap list is all up to date. Uh, draft list, four packs, and uh, we go through about ten to fifteen uh, cakes a week. So the draft list is always rotating. Every time you come back, there's something new, and it's always going to be local. Yeah, I checked it. Um, what was it? I think it was Monday, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I just want to see, you know, what I was expecting when I got here, and then today it's like, oh, oh, there's different. like four or five different ones yeah. that I didn't see before. I'm like, this is awesome. So. Yeah, <laughs> even at 25%, dude, we're, we're ripping through a lot more beer than I thought, but we have these custom crawlers, these twisty cans. Um, that are reusable. Yeah, they're That's reusable. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we will, uh, Brew Gentleman right now still has our crawler system. That was kind of a cool story from the coronavirus. Um, they borrowed it to, you know, be able to put some beer out and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so when we get that back, we'll, we'll start doing our 32-ounce crawlers. But for now, we have the 750 uh, milliliter uh, twisty cans. That's awesome. Yeah, um, really cool. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like one of those giant monster cans, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> they're fantastic. I, I was always one of those. I'd crack a crawler, pour a beer, and usually pass out or fall asleep and then you wake up in the morning like damn it these ones the the top screws right back on put it right back in the fridge and you're good to go for another day that's awesome i mean that's that's one of the problems that you have with crowlers right is that mm -hmm. it is a pop top yeah if it's a regular ass can you have to drink it that day or you're screwed you're 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 not going to put that back in the fridge so but these kind of like reseal exactly a little bit better anyway i mean it's probably not like yeah great um, but yeah um, if you wait a day or two, you know, it'll get oxidized. But if you have the next day, you're all right. Um, Nick from Stick City, he went over to New Zealand. He actually got stuck over there for a little bit because he traveled right before the, the shutdown. And he said every bar um, in New Zealand offered those twisty cans. You fill up beer, and you just take it down the street, and you drink it. And um, when there, there was that can shortage... Um, we were, I was kind of bitching, I can't find cans. He's like, well, look at these, these twisty cans. They're all over New Zealand. Um, I don't think anywhere around here is using them. I seriously have never and, seen them. Uh, yeah. No, they were, they were, they were available. Um, we talk about the, the Brew Gentleman um, the can of the little issue we ran into with them yeah, using yeah, our yeah. canner. So, um, yeah, when I let them borrow my crawler machine, it's fitted for 32-ounce um, crawlers. And during the pandemic, obviously, all the breweries had to switch the cans to go. Um, 32 ounce crawlers were extinct. Yeah. Um, but Matt gone. found a couple pallets of 750 milliliter ones. So overnight, um, Asa 3D printed an adapter to fit the 750 milliliter cans. And the Such next day, we were Such a crazy story. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> especially like, because it was do? like they ran out and then they got the pallet in like the next day or whatever, right? Yeah. A couple like, days. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like. It was just like everything lined up so perfectly and they got it done and we're running again. And then yeah. like, it's just crazy that like they borrowed it from, they, like they borrowed your machine. They're running yep. the same machine. They're just adding a part to it to, to make that work. Like yep. it just blows my mind. Oh, so that's kind of testament to Do you miss your the, crawler machine? 
you know what? These twisties, um, I personally like them. I, I honestly, like like, them. Can I get one before we leave? Yeah. I know my staff likes them a lot better. Um, the actual machine, you know, you get a little right. white splashes yeah, yeah, on yeah, you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, um, once this thing's all, all, all said and done, uh, we'll get our crawler machine back for sure. But uh, the it's twisties getting, in the meantime, good use. yeah, yeah catching good on. Use. <laughs> also, I'm probably gonna keep the twisties. Um, Why not? I, I love nice. them. Yeah. yeah, we have these cool custom labels, um, and that's actually where my mustache came from, which is another kind of hilarious story. <laughs> oh, um, I had an artist draw out our, our can, and I didn't have any facial hair, but on my can, there's like an image of me. It has a killer mustache. I was like, <laughs> nobody's gonna know this is me unless I grow out a mustache. <laughs> And there's never been a better time in human history than to grow a mustache with a mask everywhere you go. So I've been working on knows, this like three right? and a half months now. Yeah, it's a pretty good mustache. I'll be honest. Thank I don't. You mine's no, not. It's, it's like, actually, I, I can't grow. Yeah, you. It's yeah. trash. Mine is um, terrible. Know. But I'm yeah. saying, like, yours. Uh, yeah. That's, so funny story. When we released a beer with Stick City here, uh, my mustache is actually. That's what, be okay. That's can. what I thought. I was gonna ask you about the label because you pulled yeah. it up to read the hops. Yeah, here she is. Uh, nice image of the Imperial mustache. Oh man. Yeah, our, our collaboration <laughs> here, so and uh, Nick Yenner Stick City has a pretty fine mustache himself. Fair um, enough. Yeah, it's definitely peer pressure, me to <laughs> Corona. Says you gotta, yeah, you gotta Corona <laughs> step your game up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys sell shirts? We do. You guys sell merch? Yeah, I'll, I'll send you guys home with a couple ones. Oh. Um, on the back, it just says "Real Big Drink Local <laughs> Beer." Nice. That's amazing. We love a t-shirt. The woman's uh, hoodies and t-shirts say on the back, I, and then a big red heart, hazies. So... That's just us. Yeah. We're hazy IPA bar, that's for sure. Yeah, I, no, I noticed no, we, that uh, Peter's got the Field Fit shirt on yeah. from Field by Hops. Shout out to those guys. Yeah. Um, Ryan, he's a, he's a great dude. Yeah. Um, you guys have been yeah, friends for a while. the second podcast I've done. The first one was with, uh, with Ryan. and um, He beat us to the punch. And was it at the same table? Like, we were sitting right here? We were actually... Over there, um, funny story about that. He scheduled it for like 9 a.m. Um, on a Sunday, and he's, me and Jim, my buddy Jim, he's a bartender here, uh, total craft beer nerd. He was actually he's not here because he's brewing a beer today. Oh, nice. Uh, he's uh, for Door Top Brewing, Home Brewers Club. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was gonna join us today, but um, yeah, we're sitting over there, and me and Jim, we went out the night prior to go over some things we're gonna talk about. Uh, we went to this place, Hugo's, in downtown Greensburg. It's a cool little crap beer bar. Planned on two beers, and it was five, and then Two shots turns to four, and, and four turns yeah, to six. Yeah, then and, Invisible yeah. Man owner walked in, and there was another beer with him, <laughs> and yeah, we were hurting the next day. <laughs> oh, I believe so it. I'm in a lot better shape for this podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait to listen to that one. Oh, man. Yeah, that one was... Uh, well, that was almost probably what almost a year ago now, right? Yeah, or a little I think while it was ago. Episode number eighteen. Um, it's We're not going to hold you to that. Yeah, so if you're wrong, it's fine. Uh, Greensburg's craft beer scene on the field by Hobbs. Nice. That was a cool. It was a fun little podcast. Yeah, Ryan does a good job. Um, we like having really him on. Um, I like am going to be corrupt, on. We like to corrupt him. Yeah, well, I do. <laughs> Nick, Nick can play along. Nick can play the game. Exactly. But I don't like to play the game. It's a podcast that we do. We don't make any money off of it. So we just do whatever the fuck we want, yeah. and that's how I live my life. Yeah, right. We like having fun. We appreciate you. We do. We do it for the love. Exactly. We want to. We, we want to well, tell people well, about. So, so the it, awesome it started because he, him, and Jake, my twin brother, uh, they wanted to to homebrew, and it just didn't work out. Oh, uh, it was. We were the worst <laughs> homebrewers. Um, <laughs> 
so I've told this story on the podcast before, but um, one of the, like uh, I'm in a group with on Facebook with a bunch of like brewers and owners of breweries and stuff. And somebody posted, "What's the what's the worst thing you ever brewed with?" Right? And I didn't respond, and I probably should have, but um, my response would have been uncracked grains. <laughs> Because we didn't crack the grains for our first batch, so it was Listen, basically just like what pop water. We've talked about this. You can get a degree yeah. on YouTube. Nick, watch a, doc, watch a goddamn YouTube video. I'm just so fucking lazy. <laughs> but, no, the, uh, well, so the first, it was just a drain pour, absolute drain pour out of the gate. Um, and then we, we got a little bit better with each batch, but it was one of those things where we didn't really have the time, and Jake was moving halfway across the country and blah, 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 just down the list. So he had to, he, he started this podcast with us and then dipped. So it's been me and Nick. Right. But I've always wanted to be a part of the industry because it's like one of the coolest, like we've met some crazy people that are super friendly that like welcomed us with open arms. And all we do is sit here and talk shit on everybody. So we do couch couch embraced us with open arms. Oh my God. Those guys are fantastic. Have you been, have you had anything from them? Well, um, Jim, my buddy who works here, did a collaboration beer with them. Okay. Uh, they did a uh, Kolsch, and it was fantastic. Um, it's, such won, cool, like, it's such a cool place. Yeah, it's Jim, cool place. with uh, Door Top Brewing, they won uh, that homebrew festival. Okay. And they got to brew beer, and it turned out really, really nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, dude, that couch is a great time. Like it's, it's like so, you say I, you need. I, I, I live so like five minutes. Like, no, not like two minutes from there. Okay. <laughs> and I am glad. That I just saw that they're open again because I thought that they were only doing to go sales, but now they're like open. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I the the people there are so nice. Everyone there is super cool, and that's I mean, it, literally, you could say that about anything. You could you could insert name of brewery here, and they're all going to be cool people so nice that you like cool, to hang out. Like, with. Yeah, like. But, like, we haven't had any, like, awful experiences that would, like, totally put us off, off a brewery before. No, no, I, I don't think that like, there's been any, like, specific one. So, I mean, it's, it's good to see that you're, like, your business is having that same experience. Oh, yeah. Even though we're, you know, we're just a couple of nobodies that aren't making these places money, and you're yeah, a man. guy that's actually... Nick, don't stall your shine. We're all in it together, man. Before I open yeah. this place up... Um, I was just a big local craft beer fan, and um, now you're living the dream. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Do you like pinch yourself daily? <laughs> um, I don't know. How um, cool is that? I mean, to brew with like your yeah, friends. Like, yeah, it's dude. It's it's really cool what this is turning into, yeah. and I I'm, I have no idea what to expect for the future. But we're very excited. We're just for gonna you. keep doing what we're doing. And Honestly, this is you have. Uh, a recipe for success here. Thank I believe. You, man. And yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I hope that you just, we wish yeah. you all the continued success. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, me and my partner. This is what we believe in, you know. Is this like um, a, is this like a college friend or? Um, like? Yeah, so my partner, Pat, um, he's 52, so a little bit, little bit older and wiser than myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's been an executive chef um, at the Hyatt down in Tampa. He was the executive chef of all three locations of Denunzio's. Oh, um, wow. He's the executive chef of Tapper Governor Poorhouse in Greensburg. And um, we branched off just to kind of do our own thing and what we believe in. And uh, he's, he's brilliant back there. 
Um, we have our, our full menu. We run at all times. But every week we have chef specials. And it's just like, where, where do you come up with this stuff? Like every time he just, it's a home run after home run after home run. And he doesn't even like taste it. Like he's, he's very skinny for a chef. Usually you see a chef. He right. You're like, you're like, okay, this guy knows his food. Um, yeah. Like he just creates in his mind, tells me to print the menu. And then he, he makes an our sous chef, Ailey. She was a blessing to us. Um, we got her about two weeks. Did our opening like two months were a total disaster. I was, it's something like we were really embarrassed. We just we were so small and we didn't expect. There's no way in fuck we could do numbers. Like we were putting yeah. up with the size of our locations, like numbers that you would do in New York City. Um, we were not built for that. We right. Yeah. We're just we're too small. We weren't staffed enough. Um, our menu, we we got to the point where like there's four or five items a day, and we'd have to close down for a couple of days in a row just to prep. We'd open back up, we'd get wiped out, um, and we found her, and she came in. Um, she's the hardest worker I've ever seen, and she's definitely a blessing to us. She saved our kitchen, and we we take good care of her, and she takes care of us. That's awesome. So yeah, she's back there tonight. That's who's been cooking this terrific food. Pat's off tonight, right? Um, well, but yeah, man, we have a really nice team here. Um, our front of the house, um, let's say 90% of them have been with us since day one. Everybody's loyal. Um, That's awesome. Back of the house, we don't have a big turnover. Um, but we, we take care of our employees. Me yeah. and Pat opening this up. We, we're not into – we work – because we worked in the restaurant. We know what it is to get by and work your ass off on that wage. We're not out to get rich. Um, we pay our employees very, very, very well um, compared to the rest of the industry, and they, they're loyal. They show up for work every day on time, and they work their, their butts off. So, um, And you got your awesome. brother back. Yeah. From his yeah, gig so, as a, an, a, an we'll, aerialist. Yeah. We'll get Peter in here. Um, next time he walks by, I'll, I'll bring him over. <laughs> he, when, he, when he brought those beers over, he couldn't get away fast enough. Right, yeah. yeah he definitely was he, just like, nah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so brother Peter, he's definitely um, a seaman, is what I used to call him. He's worked on the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he had a, co- a contract with Carnival First and the Royal Caribbean cruise ships. He's really talented. That's literally the craziest thing I've ever heard. Like, right? I like, yeah, never heard. I didn't. It, you like don't think that real people do that, and then yeah. you're like, oh, it's no, he made, he, like, he made great money. So he's uh, the head aerialist for Royal Caribbean. So he'd actually um, be like the person hanging from like the the chandeliers and doing all these crazy things. But he also did the coordination for the shows. Yeah, um, he was like the stunt coordinator and stuff. Um, but he traveled the world. He, he's been doing it about five years now. He's been uh, just about every country in the books, and he's definitely saw the world. And um, he was lucky enough to get off the ships before the shutdown because yeah. a lot of people yeah. were stranded. And uh, he's here working in the meantime. But um, oh, yeah, that's... No, he's a crap beer nerd. Um, <laughs> when he'd stop at Porsche, he'd give me a call. Um, he, he stopped in Boston. He's like, hey, I'm in Boston. Any cool breweries? I said, yes, Trillium. Give me a hat. Give me a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of course. You have time. Treehouse, you know. <laughs> right, yeah. So, and, and there's so... There, we, oh, God, we love Boston beer. Like, yeah. There's so much good beer out there. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Well, let's... I mean, so I poured this beer. I think it's oh, warm yeah. enough for us, but... So we have a... We have a... Uh, we have a burn <laughs> He's ignoring you. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> it's fine. It's a little shy. We'll talk later. That's all right. Fine. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll later. stop. We'll stop recording. He performs right. in front of thousands of people, but uh, he can't he come on. Jump on. You got an upside down label on this game. Literally, fifteen people listen to a week. Right? Yeah. Then we get more listens than that. That's true. Um, like to, yeah. So yeah. Cheers. Thank you so much for sharing this. Yeah. This is. 
This has been a, a great time. You, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to talk to people, um, but yeah, it's one of those things where I feel like you don't know who you're going to get. Well, you what's start stuff, yeah. I need to get like a come up with like a radio voice. Some of my second one. Your uh, some practice. Like your customer service it. voice, like the over the phone. Yeah. 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 Hello, thank you for calling Marinos. Like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'll go over real well. Yeah. <laughs> People like re- relatable. That's relatable true. Stuff, That's so. at this point. I mean, I think I'd rather ha- have a real conversation than than something with like. We reading really off the script. Yeah, we haven't really you know? had that where we're like reaching for questions. Yeah, no, I think I, I feel like this kind of flowed well. If you're, I think we talk, I mean, we talk to sure. a lot of passionate like, people and passionate people know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. When they're talking about the thing that... Wait. Holy shit. Oh, this is fantastic. This, this is so good. Yeah. Incredible. So, um... Okay, so Adam we're drinking... at 11th hour. Good dude. He, they were one of the brews that really helped us out during the virus. Um, when I picked up uh, I picked up like four cases that are triple and a couple six barrels last week. Um, gave me a couple four packs of the BYSs. And prior to that, he gave me a bottle of the BYS and I, I cracked it open in a beer share. And everybody was blown away. They're like, this Dude, is 11th it's, hour. It's been, like, listen, like we've, we've talked about. We got I said this before. I said this before. Exactly. I walked in like three days after their anniversary and got a bottle of it the first year. And Don't sleep on them. I guess is the the moral of this podcast is stop sleeping on eleventh hour. Right, but their BYS might have been my favorite stout from last year, in general, like the whole year, because they did that one and then they did the uh, the wine barrel aged one last year, and then this year with the uh, crazy adjuncts and all that, like, oh, yeah. dude, it's it's one of the it's one of their best beers, hands down. I think it's their it's best beer. That and that um, whole hour series. Oh yeah, the hour yeah, series. No, this one was this was like f- fantastic, amazing. Yeah. I'm. I can't wait to like, get up to hour twelve. Yeah. Twelve different hops, like yeah, that's insane. I don't think any other local brewery has done something. Like and they're that. all like they're unrelated. You know, it's yeah. not like you're doing. It's not like they did like a, a Centennial Citra and oh, yeah. uh, Columbus hop beer. Like, no, they're all all over the place. It's oh, yeah. nuts. You never know when the hops are going to clash or throw off like a different flavor or aroma. Right. Um, but they just keep nailing it. And they're going to work their whole way to hour 12, and hour 12 is going to have 12 different hops. And I guarantee you it's going to be fantastic. Right. And I can't wait. And they're all they're all reasonable really like alcohol keep- levels too. Like they're yeah. like they're all right in that like 7% range. Yeah. I hope they keep doing. Like I hope they pick their favorites and like keep doing that right hour three was insane it had this like beautiful it's like in a blue like the color of it it was insane I, uh, this one's really good too. I, I think I that might have been the first one I had actually I, I got two afterwards but I think three was the first one that I had okay. and yeah after that I was hooked I was like oh I gotta try the rest of these now yeah. like the only one I missed was one and I, I just didn't know anything about it. Like, I just yeah. wasn't paying attention or whatever. Because, I mean, typically I'm on this kind of stuff, especially for places that I like, right? Mm-hmm. And their, uh, yeah, just their approach to it, just adding another hop every time. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they're changing the base beer when they're doing that or what, or if they're, you know, tuning it to having another hop addition. Right. But it seems like they're killing it, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, 11th hour, uh, four points. Stick City, um, Union Brothers, dude, for them just opening, like, 
they're putting out some fire. Like their sours and IPAs are insane. I heard their sours are real good. Insane. Um, I'd love to get some honestly there with crazy. You guys. Anytime, to me let me know. Oh yeah. Someone well, I mean, I'm yeah. let's like I'm a half hour from there. Gonna, that's oh, gonna be no big deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're we're like we're going okay. out together. Yeah. We'll yeah. hit up Stick City and then Schubers right there. We'll, God, we sure. hit them we all just up. talked General about this what, last week. Or like yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been raging. I've been raging about Schubru. They're like every time I go there, I'm like, how? What? Yeah. Where are we? Like, yeah, what exactly. the fuck is this? Dude, like, kind of like this place. No, yeah. seriously. Honestly, seriously. Honestly. I mean, yeah, like, we're definitely a little hidden gem. Right. Like, I, you don't get bar food like this everywhere. No, you really don't. Mm-hmm. That that cheesesteak. I typically, if I get a sandwich that size and I have other food, I'm eating half of it and taking the rest home. I couldn't stop. Yeah. I had um, to just finish it. <laughs> like, the the cheese whiz we we home make. Um, us like we wanted to call it an American eatery. Um, just so we could be all over the place uh, with our chef special. But you guys have a very like yeah, we'll like do an a Asian dish, a curry. We, um, we're adding a uh, pork carne chimichanga to the menu. So we have a Mexican Shut dish. Up. What the fuck? And then like just we like American when is that coming out? When is that coming out? Uh, we are, we'll, probably like two weeks. We'll have it. Our, our chimichanga is insane. We'll be back. We'll be back. Um, but you do like uh, everywhere the like, salmon club and stuff yeah. like that. Like it's all all yeah. over the place. If you come out to dinner and your wife's in the mood for pasta and you want Mexican. This is the place. Like yeah. we we are all across the board. Um, we're just weird, but that's why we're American eatery because as Americans, we eat a little bit of everything. Exactly. Um, but it seems like you guys do everything for. well. Yeah. Like that's it. Doesn't seem like any of this is a stretch for you guys. Like we're oh, you know, they're trying something new. Yeah. It didn't really work. Not no, you're, no. You're um, our first, uh, just prep wise. Uh, if you home make everything, it's very time consuming. Oh, we're just sure. Extremely yeah. understaffed. Me and my partner, we didn't have a day off for. Uh, yeah, you should have saw me. I like I look like a raccoon. The circles <laughs> under my eyes. It was like over six months. Like it was just 12, 12 hour days, every days, for six months. And yeah, that's just how it was. Well, and, you do what you got to do. Um, you know. Yeah, it's definitely gotten better. We, we staffed up and beefed up the staff. And um, but yeah, no no shortcuts here. Um, what you get is um, prep wise might take a couple hours. Um, we have made this chicken demi for one of our signature dishes called the chicken Annabella. Uh, just the sauce itself takes about four hours to make. So, um, but yeah, it's how often it's are you unreal. making that? I, like uh, a couple times a week. Okay, but, all right. So yeah, it's no, not we, like you're we, making it every day. We literally but. melt down like chicken bones, carrots, onions, celery. You just melt it down to this like brown gravy sauce. And a lot of people, everywhere, you know, also like just a, buy the, the base, like the beef or chicken base. No, we, we even home make the bases that are like in the sauces. There's no shortcuts. <laughs> That's, I don't even, yeah. I, I can't think of a single other place that fucking has that. It's, it's ridiculous. That's, Cinderlands would probably Cinderland's be one. <laughs> Cinderlands food is fantastic. Their food is incredible. Every honestly. time I go there, like, I'm like, Ugh. I hate to, I miss like, brunch. <laughs> I miss the food. Brunch. They probably do. I mean, they probably do it on those. Trip, but that's like, but, so. like Schubert. Do you guys do? You guys don't do brunch. Have you guys done? Well, you have. We, you did the yeah, one brunch. We did the juicy Bruce brunch. Did you think um, about expanding it to do like well, Saturday Sunday brunch? My chef. Um, brunch is like a whole different monster. We'd probably have to bring on somebody specifically just to pay them to prep for brunch and, and and everything sure. like that. But um, like I said, this is just the beginning. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna get into. Yeah, you guys are still so new, and it's yeah. like it's so well yeah. like orchestrated. It yeah. seems, yeah, um, it seems like you guys someday. are really handling it well yeah. as far as like the the popularity, the the mm-hmm. rush, the yeah. everybody getting in here to get whatever. Yep, and especially like a pre-pandemic, mm-hmm. it was still you know you were still 
figuring stuff out. Yeah. And uh, then all this happens and it's... Every single month um, leading up to the pandemic, we were seeing a little sales increase, sales increase, sales increase. And uh, with us being small to begin with, we took a lot of pride and put a lot of money in advertising or takeout. So that was a strong suit of ours when a lot of other local places were kind of dead um, we knew to survive with our space and the number of people we could see we needed to do takeout. We can do this number a day and we were and when dining shut down all the other restaurants our takeout was freaking insane. Oh I'm sure through the uh, roof. The yeah. first Friday to say it's the first Friday of the shutdown when we didn't have we couldn't have a single person in here. Um, our sales were right on par with like a full house 45 minute wait. Um, which is insane, wow. and it's yeah, it's it's That's crazy. Nuts. But that has a lot, it's a big testament to the local breweries um, and the four packs that we were carrying to get people in to begin wow. with. Um, it's just the concept has really been working out, and we're we're all in with these guys. Is what we believe in, and we're just gonna keep taking the punches and. Hopefully one day we could see what we could actually do. Like, I'm just really anxious. There's a point there in the shutdown where, like, every day I'd get, like, more pissed off and more pissed off. And, like, it went on for, like, a month, and then I felt like I was going to go crazy. And I think, like, step back, like, okay, overall, like, it could be a lot worse. Yeah. We're doing right. okay. Yeah. We're doing what we can. There's nothing else we could do. Um, even, like, bring in, like, the slushy machines. That was kind of, like, a coronavirus thing just to appeal to a new demographic. Yeah, um, right. And, Which is uh, crazy. It kind of seems like you're expanding so yeah. much, at least, like yeah. even through all of this. It's, but it's, I think that's, uh, that's just no sheer option. business had, willpower, yeah. right? Like you're like, I'm just here. This is down. my yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. we didn't come from much, you know. Uh, we put all into this place, so we're gonna sit around and shut down and quit. We just double down on the concept and right. and everything. And, uh, and I mean, it gives you some time to like be introspective about it too, right? Yeah. Like I, I hate to say it like that because obviously, like this is not where you want to be. Right. But it gives you that time to like fine tune everything else, right? To yeah. know that your cleaning procedures are up Absolutely. to snuff and state laws and what you have to do and what what needs to happen in order to stay in business, like that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, man. You have the time now to do it and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, putting the, the man hours in here yeah. has paid off. Oh, yeah. yeah and it's, it's only going to pay dividends down the road, right? I'm just excited to um, really see what we can do after this. You know, yeah. We were open just over a year before a pandemic hit, so usually you know, owners don't make much, if anything, the yeah. first year. So I'm also excited to hopefully start making money. That'd be yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, Pay yourself a little fantastic. bit here. You know, yeah. take a vacation. Oh no, it shows. I can't it wait to see really what we yeah. can do. We're very excited. Um, I'm really for you. excited for that. Yeah, I can't is, uh, say this enough. Like, I will definitely be back. Oh, here. we'll be oh, back. Yeah. This we'll is not a. This is not the end. Great. No, yeah, even the Pittsburgh or Erie. Like I said, Laurel Highland, Seven Springs, even during the winter, which is rolling up, you could get to there from a back road from here um, it's a perfect pit stop um, maybe five minutes out of the way but it's, it's yeah. gonna, I'm literally going to tell I mean we were off the highway and we were here in no time yeah. Yeah. it was yeah. literally just like yeah. we drove by it first because Google says to turn into yeah. the <laughs> baseball field yeah it's uh, Turnpike to Route 30 and we're right behind Westmoreland Mall up yeah. in like the West Point neighborhood Yeah, uh, it's called the West Point Plaza uh, it's a cool, cool little spot great so um yeah, I think uh, I think we can think probably we can, wrap here. Probably yeah. wrap uh, here. Let's uh, 
real quick, how do they find? How does everybody find you on social media? Yeah, so uh, to follow up with all like the latest beer trends, definitely follow us on Untapped. Um, like I said, between four packs and kegs, there's probably like 20 new beers coming in and out of here every week. Um, our full uh, menu is available online as well as our uh, weekly chef specials. So keep checking back. And um, Sunday is a great day to come out. Sunday fun day, dollar off all craft beer all day. It's, you can't beat that. It wasn't even that crazy in here. It was like very yeah, yeah it was nice steady, and chill. Yeah. nice yeah. pace, but at twenty five percent, that's what it has yeah, to be. Right. You know, um, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. You guys missed. We had a nice lunch rush today. It was it was it was great. Some people pre gaming for the football and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But it's a big um, time yeah. of year, I'm sure. Uh, Facebook, Untapped, Instagram. Um, kind of catch up with all the latest beer trends deal yeah and we'll shout you out we'll tag you in all this stuff this week so awesome um, thank you so much for really great oh, hanging out with you honestly, Josh appreciate the beers this has been the best yeah this yeah is, I'm uh, cheers boys stoked yes cheers cheers hello and welcome to the end of the podcast you made it this far so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. 